Welcome to Nump Bill Stamp Podcast for episode number 142. I'm your host, unfortunately, David Palermo. Find me on the Twitter and everywhere, Instagram, at NumbillsFan. Also, you can shoot me an email, david and check out numbillsfan.com if you want to uh, check out past episodes. Pretty easy. We have some stuff up there in our Etsy store if you want to support the podcast. Also brought to you by Grandstand Sports Network. They got me on the sidelines at training camp. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to Eric at CoverOne.net. As always, check out the best bills analytics ever. And make sure you check out Grandstand Sports Network, where pretty much everything is a time slot of podcasts. You should check it out. Great way to find new podcasts to subscribe to. And as always, subscribe to us on iTunes, wherever you find podcasts, Numb Bills fan podcast, so it's pretty easy. Make sure you subscribe. If you want to leave a rating, I do have giveaways coming up. Um, an announcement here for number 142. I'm giving away a season ticket. So anybody who sends a screenshot in with a review of the podcast on iTunes, you will be entered to win a season ticket. Unfortunately for you, not a season ticket, but a... <laughs> <laughs> Mike, don't laugh, man. This is very serious right now. This is so serious. But um, you'll be just... Enter to unfortunately sit next to me at a game. You'll get a ticket with Dave. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> You're really selling it high here, buddy. Continue your read. That's killing everybody listening, but go on. I'd work on that. All the piece of shit to the left of me is named Mike Smith. We'll get to him later. Um, and don't forget, we're brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports. And um, if Mike keeps tapping, I'm going to stab his eye out. So keep tapping, dude. Just like people don't fucking hear that. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports. We are the podcast that covers the bills officially for Punch Drunk Sports. So again, at Punch Drunk, yeah, at Punch Drunk on Twitter. Subscribe to their podcast. Great podcast. Three comedians. Sam Tripoli has a new podcast out called Tinfoil Hat Podcast. Pretty rad. He also has a comedy album called The Diabolical. Um, Jason Tebow, we just had on last podcast number 141. Pre- please check that out. He works for DirecTV's Red Zone channel, and he's awesome. He's also on Punch Drunk Sports podcast, and he has a special coming out called The Red State, or Back to the Red State, Return of the Red State. Sorry, Jay. Um, and also, Ari Shafir is the other comic who has a special double negative on Netflix. Check them out. And finally... To my left is an old friend. Don't even cut me off. Um, unfortunately, I met this guy years ago, and him he got me he got me into playing fantasy sports, and I was like, "Oh, that shit's dumb. I ain't doing it." Well, let it be known, my second year playing, I came home with the trophy and the standard league, and I got that. Our, our one friend Sean Temmerman, if he's listening. Uh, if you remember Sean Temmerman, you down with JPP, the Giants fan we've had on the podcast. Send him your best wishes. He got in a car accident type thing and, uh, you know, got hit by some old person, I guess. So try to call him today to see if he'd want to come on. So I don't know what his deal is. So if you talk to him, tell him we said hello. And, uh, yeah, won his league. But I got him to transfer over, thanks to Mike, to a PPR. So this is the fantasy expert to me is Mike Smith. 
And by expert, you know, it doesn't mean he's really a fucking expert. He just obsesses over it. He has a child and a beautiful wife named Francesca. And I guess on a drive to New Hampshire, what did you do, Mike? What did you do, Mike? Seven and a half hours of preparations. Fantasy Talk Radio. It's what you should be listening to, Dev. Remember the time we had preparations for the podcast? I said talking in the fucking mic. And, and don't sit too far away from it. Dave. <laughs> like, why don't you just move your seat up? We're working on it, okay? Like I said, we're working on it. You're just ruining the setup here. Oh, my God. Pull this out. You're just ruining life. Okay. Well, now that we got the cables back together, thanks, Mike. And Dave's incredibly long intro is done. Look, if you guys haven't figured it out, press your fast forward button to about the three-minute mark. I kind of try to do it that way so it's not a pain in your, uh, you know, your hole. So Mike follows fantasy sports like no other. And honestly, he has crushed me in Madden so many times. And there's relentless stories and things. And this guy happened to call me today. I was in my van listening to something. And I was like, wait, Mike's calling. Let me put on my Bluetooth headphones. Sip my coffee. Not. Yeah, so uh, and take this call. And... uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to have Mike on. Appreciate that, Dad. Appreciate that. So, Michael. Yes, David. What do you got for me? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your thoughts of fantasy sports? Why are you into it? I love fantasy sports. I mean, it's just something you can connect to. I like watching the games, and this is just a little extra on top. And then uh, also there's a little incentive with fantasy sports when you win. You know, that's why we brought you in, Dad. We need as many of Dave's in any league as we possibly can get. So, you know, Dave, (laughs) backdrop to Dave in this fantasy league he's in with me. 16 teams, two hours before the draft, Dave decides to say, oh, the draft, oh, I'm not doing it this year. (laughs) All you fantasy goers know, like, how hard it is to fill a league in general, let alone two hours before the draft. Eh, can't make it. So the league is going crazy because I just sent a tweet. Five minutes later, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So, you know, and fortunately, good friend I am, gave him all the literature he needed to have a good draft. Unfortunately, his running back got hurt. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about my draft. Until uh, David Johnson got hurt. So I had the number one pick, and I'll let you come back. And I had the number one pick, okay? And I'm in way to this draft, I swear. I put on the fantasy football guys. I personally love their podcast. I like to get them on uh, at some point, actually. And this year with the Grandstand Sports Network thing, getting on the sidelines for the Bills, I mean, honestly, there's so much, so many things going on. I want to, contrary to popular belief, I, I want to be a professional. If I'm representing somebody and representing myself, I want to get the best coverage I can get. And really, I was so overwhelmed that fantasy sports just kind of slipped my mind. And usually I just stream on the information podcasting at work with podcasts at work. But when I'm taking off of work to cover a sports team of the Bills, it's kind of like sucks. So I can't really get the fan. It's great, but I can't get the fantasy stuff in. I tried to bail. Sean, who was my partner, who we talked about earlier, he bailed. And, you know, I was kind of left in the dust. So I had the number one pick. David Johnson, I took because I figured that Bell not being in camp, I don't want to deal with hamstrings. I don't want to deal with the soft tissue injuries. 
because I don't trust that they train. They might train as hard, but they're in the same regimen. I don't. I don't know. So I don't like them training on their own. So, point being, I heard one name, Kareem Hunt, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna target this dude coming back through because it's Andy Reid's offense, and a lot of people already did their fantasy drafts. By the time dude in front of him got hurt, so which is where. So it's like, for me, we've seen successful running backs. With Andy Reid, I'm like, I got to get this guy. So, I have Kareem Hunt. Oh, sorry, Mike uh, just got a phone call. And, uh, Busy he, guy. He, you know, he's also a producer. Told me to get to my point faster. <laughs> Don't fuck yourself. Uh, anyway, oh, sorry, Mike, you're still here. Um, so, I picked up Kareem Hunt, and he is the only thing holding my, you know, my shit together, frankly. And here comes Mike, and... Uh, I told him, hey, man, you know, let's not screw each other this year in fantasy sports. Let's kind of, uh, you know, I figure maybe after a few years not dealing with each other with these trades and stuff. And I'm the kind of guy where I like my draft. I do a lot of research, and I didn't this year. And this year, I'm still going to stay with who I pick. Like, I got Rex Burkhead. I am not dropping him because I think he's a, a guy that's going to, when he comes back, you're going to hear about him. I got Kobe Fleener, who Mike's ripping on me about, who last I checked, Saints tight ends always get targets. So, like, I don't. It's a it's a different kind of draft, but here comes Mike with some hokey trade offer. Fantasy advice for those listening: uh, Don't ride your draft to the doom. Dave is on the verge of going one and three because he plays yours truly today this week. So don't don't draft and be like, "Well, I drafted these players, and now you have to hope for expectations." If someone's offering you a good deal that's going to make your team better, you take it. Even if that means you have to give up the best player, because in Dave's situation, he didn't have any depth. His star player went down, so he's very thin. His number one player, Kareem Hunt. Number two beyond that, Demarius Thomas. And then he's starting three tight ends. Clay, Fleener, and who's the last one, Dave? Hold on, let me load up load up my The pen. fact that he's starting a third <laughs> tight to, end and he doesn't point. have Gronkowski, Dude. Kelsey, or Ertz you is ex- reason you, for alarm. Now, granted, Dave's kind of... Dog, dog, you got to explain the format of the draft. 16 teams, guys. And, and we've dulled down the value of tight ends and running backs, so you only need to start one. So you can start four tight ends if you want. You can start three running backs, two wide receivers. Whatever combination, you need five. And at most you can do is three running backs. You can only do one. You don't. You don't have to start a tight end. Now make that clear. You don't do have not to have to start a tight. You don't need a tight end at that? all. I love that rule, by the way. Why is that? It's because there's not enough quality tight ends to suit a 16 team league. Exactly. So somebody gets to jump. They, you know. So for me, my theory here is this. All right. Um, going into this year, I I ended up drafting. Um, David Johnson right off the bat. And then I ended up taking, because I had the number one pick, so you got to figure all the way back around. I took Kareem Hunt. I forgot who I took after. Um, But I believe it might have been actually um, Damaris Thomas, if I'm not mistaken. And, 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 like, the guys I have, dude, late, are I picked up Jordan Matthews really late because... I just figured it's another number one on the board. In a 16-team league, you got to just kind of look at number ones. Years ago, I picked Danny Amendola made the playoffs, and we it was really risky to take Aaron Rodgers in that league, number four overall, with, and I had your brother as a partner. But, dude, he balled out, and he Aaron Rodgers crushed. And, and it's like 
I mean, I again, I have Kenny Britt. I got Jordan Reed. I got Matt Forte, which was just a pickup that I think somebody picked up or dropped for me. So I got Marquise Goodman. And it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of like looking at starters and who's going to get targets. I got Charles Clay really late. And I have Jamal Charles I picked up. Um, I, I'm, I'm just kind of like, I'm in like this hodgepodge. I have Demarius Thomas, Hunt. I really believe in Carr because if his receivers don't drop the ball, I'm not watching the Raiders, but I'm hearing that Amari Cooper's having a lot of drops. Like, what's that situation about if we could hit that? My point is, it's just in the 16-team league, I, I kind of feel like I don't want to drop guys a little bit too early because they really might transform into something, especially a Rex Burkhead. He's been out. Are you telling me that that Belichick is going to mind that because now we can just add a fucking wrinkle when Burkhead comes back? Do you follow me? Bur- like Burkhead had value, but the backfield's so congested back there that Burkhead's value is minimized. If he was on a different team, it'd be a different situation. So you would drop him? I would drop Burkhead, but I mean, in a 16 team league, there's not a lot of, you know, availability out there past the wire. And like I said, you have players that uh, you definitely should upgrade upon, but there's just not much out there. And that's why you're going to get whoop come Sunday when my team rolls into town. So explain to people what your trade offer was to me and really make the sale to me. Like, like, really, if you were to sell your trade offer to me well, and you're being honest and honest friend, would you say you are? Because this is supposed to help me out so much, right? What I was offering, which because Dave doesn't want it, now he's got to just watch these guys go off that I would project. I offered him Mixon and... And who's he? Explain who he is. Mixon is the running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. He was the one that had that domestic incident. He slid down in the draft. Everyone was shocked that I the have no asshole policy oh. on my team. Clearly, you didn't see that okay. on my profile. Well, anyways, beyond that, he was in a, a backfield committee backfield, and that's the way it was for the first week. Second week, third week, he takes over carries. Fourth week and beyond, he's going to be the guy. With Cooks and Mixon... Although I was asking for Hunt, who is the number one fantasy player right now, you got to temper your your expectations with Hunt. He's got over 100 fantasy points in our league through three weeks. He would be on pace for over 500 fantasy points in the season. It's not going to happen. He's not going to continue to put up those numbers. I'm not saying he's not going to be a top five back at the season. He might even still be the number one back by the time the season ends. But at the end of the day, he's not going to continue this tier Yo, where he's putting Tyra, up 30 uh, points a game. Son, don't be jealous. And, and you know what, then? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and that's why you shouldn't have wanted him. Because he's not going to hold it up. There's no reason that you should want him. See now, and there's no reason that every time we're, we're hanging out and you're sending me a, a text, you know, you, you just got to bring it up. Unlike and, Dave's team, my team has a different situation. So why are you worried about it? That's what I want to know. Like, if he's so bad, here's what happens. As Mike gets fantasy, what I call fantasy boners, he gets so fucking hard when he listens to, like, Sirius XM Radio and just talk of fantasy. And he's probably found all sorts of fantasy football podcasts. And he is the guy I love to get information on guys about. That said, he's also somebody who's taken Ryan Fitzpatrick in the seventh round of a draft. A guy can put up fantasy numbers. I don't. I don't need him to win football games. I need him to this put up guy fifteen points or more on the my fantasy Ryan Fitzpatrick team. in the seventh round. <laughs> I got 
I'm laughing like an idiot. All right, anyways. So You don't got to be shy. His, you don't uh, got to be shy that I'm the guy that gets Dave laughed wants to at know why in the draft I would room offer. and I win the league. It's okay. Second year in, Sean's league. Oh, you're going to take wide receivers in a running back draft league? <laughs> yup, won the shit. Fred Jackson won that year for me hey, when he was on his MVP page. <laughs> Just saying, man. How long ago was that? I got that? a ring. I got a ring. How long ago was what that? What was your last championship? After the one you won. After the one you won. Yo, somebody is at my house. Actually, I don't think so. My dogs are just going crazy. Well, unlike Dave, I have a different situation. See, where I have depth and talent and he doesn't, I don't know who to start. So when you're in a situation when you have Adam Thielen on your bench and you can't play him because your starters are better than he is, you have to upgrade. So when I see somebody like Dave who has no depth, you offer them a trade. It's a two for one. You're better in your team. They're better in their team because they get a better floor. I mean, because if Kareem Hunt doesn't go off, those tight ends, those are boomer bus players. And you can't start three boomer bus players and expect to win every week. And that's what we're trying to do, win every week. So what about consistency? I, I argue for consistency. That's exactly what I'm saying. Do you think you're getting consistency out of Clay, Fleener? Yeah, I do, actually. What kind of consistency? Because here's the reason I drafted Clay. It's because I'm looking for pass targets. If you break down, here's the thing with fantasy sports that I don't think a lot of people look into. And a lot of people want to get attached to the draft metric ADP, average draft position. Because what ADP is really good for, in theory, which is people are trying to apply it for, is everybody has gone through a bunch of mock drafts, and this is who they've taken. I don't trust that that isn't a computer algorithm either. I also don't trust that with the way things go, I mean, people get promoted that shouldn't get promoted. And not for nothing, I don't think that people are always taking in scheme change. And if it's the average fan, they're not. Because they're not that bright. If you've gone to a live fantasy football draft, you're around these people. These people are not necessarily the brightest, and they don't take in a lot of data because they might not even flick on a local radio show where they go a little bit more in-depth than an ESPN clip. What I'm trying to get here at it is average draft position does not really mean as much. It does not hold as much weight to me as a normal person. And yeah. I think it's a metric that... I don't know that, where we brought up ADP, but if we did, Charles Clay would have been drafted where he was drafted. The what only I'm trying other, to say is you got to look at targets in this kind of thing, and OB, and, and it's a system change. Durability. And, and the average rate, why is it a bad pick? It's a system change. It's a, it's a decent player, but I'm saying his durability issues over the year. When's the last time he played 16 games, Dave? When's the last time Jordan Reed played 16 games, Dave? How many players do you want on your team that fail to make it to the end of the season? Because you're already thin as it is. If these guys go down, now where are you going to be? How can you think about injuries? I mean, do you not pick up Julio Jones then? Well, Julio Jones wasn't available. Of course you take Julio Jones. Oh, why? He's going to give you 14 okay. solid games. Well, McCoy misses games too. Again, they put up enough production in the games they play. But if you got a guy that gets primarily most of the targets, which – Probably has when Charles Clay have not looked at it. It's actually probably McCoy. I think McCoy leads the team with receptions right now for the Bills. Um, I mean, look, Charles Clay is not that impressive, but is he not? I mean, you got 
15.3 points for the Jets. And for Denver, 15.9 points. So week one and week three, over 15 points. Against Carolina, five points. The offense sputtered. And that's another thing. You got a player who is target dependent on a team with a solid defense with an offense that ain't so solid. So when they don't have to throw, they're not going to if they're in the game, which this defense looks like they could be in a lot of games. So they're not going to just be down, getting blown out, just throwing the ball all over the field, trying to come back. If that's the case, his value again goes down. Look, he's getting more targets than Jordan Matthews. You know what I mean? It's like in a 16 team league, I think you got to be a little bit more unorthodox and normal because the way we got on this is we're busting balls about a trade for hunt. And I agree with that. We're also busting balls. Why would you play three tight ends? I don't know. I really don't know, but I do know that like, I do know one thing. I have Kobe Fleener. All right. The tight end for the saints. Drew Brees throws so many yards. And the Saints have been down for so many years defensively. They got to throw the ball a lot. Why would you not take a tight end from Stanford College? I don't understand. Why is that like, 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 why wouldn't you start that guy to me? It's not that I wouldn't. It's, I wouldn't start him because I have better players. And because, because, like, again, because another guy the, out of three weeks, 16.4 points. Week two, 12.3 points. Week three, week? 3.1. Against Carolina. They play again. So look at the trend here might be against Carolina. Whoever you're playing at tight end ain't doing shit. They're shutting down your tight end. So fantasy advice right out there. If you have a tight end playing the Carolina defense, don't play him. Because clearly, Kobe Fleener, who's a great pick, I mean, 16 points in the game, 12 points is consistent. I'm looking at consistency, man. If I could get guys... Who could put up 10 points a game? If Amari Cooper doesn't drop the ball as much, isn't it more touchdowns? Isn't it more yak yards? Isn't it more, you know, more receptions in general for to, to give an opportunity for David Derek Carr to get? And in a PPR, it's not that these players are bad. They're more flex players. So if you have a bye, you have an injury, you right. have something, it's nice to play these players. But in Dave's case, he's got to play these players every week. And that's a position you don't want to be in. That's a position Dave's in. Dave's happy with it. He'll defend this team. And he's going to go down with that sinking ship, okay? <laughs> you know, he's one and two right now. And like I said, he's about to play me. He's about to be one and three. And Will you tell the world- in a 16-team league, to get in the playoffs, you – thus have to have one of the best records. He's already going to be two games out. Do you realize last season since I entered this 16-team league is the first season I never made the playoffs or got my money back? And you're like the fantasy expert, and I believe you probably missed the playoffs more than I have since I entered the league. So I don't hey. understand. Like, clearly, you're, wherever you're getting your data is a little fucking skewed <laughs> to the shitty. Well, Dave. By election, a little Dave, bit, a lot of it. I mean, we're talking playoffs. We can talk playoffs, and we can look at the history because I'm in the playoffs, too, but... The thing what do you is, mean you're in we're the not, What do you mean you're in the playoffs too? If, if you want to worry about what we did last year, that's <laughs> fine. The year before, that's fine. But I'm worried about you this sound year. Sound like Jeff Fisher of fantasy football to me, dude. Well, I was in the playoffs the last two years. I got knocked out in the second round last year. The first I round I got, the year I prior. I got paid two years ago. You know what I mean? I think I think shit. 
then we got a couple hundred bucks a piece, me and John. Yeah, so I mean, I mean that's hey, nah, I'm flying solo. Dave's so. got a Dave's got a good thing going here because his team's so bad right <laughs> Why don't now. We talk about, he wants to he wants to talk about the glory days. Do you remember? Oh, well, you know what? Fuck do you it. remember? Fuck a few it. Let's, years look back? At, let's look at this matchup. Let's look at this matchup. All right, all right. Glory days. Going your glory days. Going your bullshit. And then I want to go head to head your starting lineup versus my starting lineup. Which is probably not knowing you. It's going to change seven times till the final one tomorrow. Okay? Well, it's, it's, look, I, I haven't finalized my starting roster yet. I can't believe we're playing each other. This is crazy. This is so, such a weird coincidence. You know, as of right now, if we look at the matchup, it's Trevor Simeon versus who's your quarterback? Carr? No, go on your fucking glory days. I don't want to hear his shit right now. I'm not ready for this. Look at the scoring preview here. Right now, you're a uh, 37% chance of victory. That's what CBS Sports, but they also say everyone's going to score. And that's I don't even know where to go to the matchup. Where do I go to the matchup for, screen? That's how we're winning championships. <laughs> so, <laughs> this okay. week. Even, how bad does it feel when I'm going to win when I don't even know how to use the fucking app, dude? Like, this is great. Well, CBS Sports is absolutely. Bl- I mean, I guess it's stopped off. It's not that bad, but I still can't find out where's my goddamn matchup. Home? Oh, okay. Click that bar. Oh, no, there okay. you go. Dave was That's able to pull screen. up the matchup. Right. He's only been in this league for eight years. Yeah, it's and CBS about finally, about CBS time he learned how to use the app. All right, yo, Trevor Simeon versus Derek Carr. You're fucked on Derek Carr right there. Derek Carr's Doring Simeon. Have you ever, like, why would you, why wouldn't you pick up a Matt Stafford? Like, Matt Stafford, I think it's this. Anytime I turn on the TV and I see Matt Stafford, I just see fucking bombs. Fucking bombs. Like, why would you not take Matt Stafford? Out of all honesty, was he there? Or did you target Trevor Seaman? Like, what was Dave, it? Dave, what I always do is I target quarterbacks late. I didn't get Trevor Seaman. Do you realize they got to throw it to people who got to catch the ball and you got to trust that that ball is going to get released at the proper trajectory and velocity and timing and they're not going to be an idiot? Mm. And you're, mm. So you're going to put your trust in Trevor Simeon over I- Derek Carr or over a guy like Matt Stafford, who the number three targeted receiver had more receptions than any Bills player last year, and he retired from the Bills because that's how old he is and doesn't want to play football. And Anquan Bolden. So you're telling me Trevor Simeon is going to fucking knock out their car. Okay, so right there, <laughs> mark this down. It's a check in Dave's column. Check for Rambling Joe over here. Who cares? It's my fucking podcast. I can ramble all the fuck I want. Did you forget? Let me know when I come on yours, all right? Maybe I'll give you a fucking mic and I'll give you a toilet to talk into. I'll give you a call. piece of shit. Okay. Check in my column. QB. Bitch ass. All right. Running back. Carson from Seattle or Kareem Hunt. Okay. Check in my column. All right, Travis calls for Charles Clay. Who's column you gonna check there? You're gonna you're gonna just take <laughs> the number two tight end and you're gonna check Charles Clay. You gonna do the Homer pick there? <laughs> Give him the Homer check. No, you want to take a check I, on that I'm one? I'm not stupid. I would okay. love tra- I would love Travis Kaus on my team. Okay. Yo, why don't we talk about Travis Kaus? See, unfortunately, Dave, you don't have anybody <laughs> worth Travis Kyle's. You don't want to give up the one player you have of value. Yo, I, you I'll have give you David one, Johnson for Travis Kyle's right now. Any David Johnson owner would make that, and they're not going to get it. Yeah, but he's going to come I back. They're not going to scheme for him. He's I wouldn't give you. Up. I wouldn't even trade you Samaj P. Ron for David Johnson right now. Okay, 
let alone Kelsey. Okay. You act like the unless there's a kickback on this, unless there's this you know you slide two hundred dollars over here, uh, the deal's done. Okay. The league might not like it, but hey. All right. So the next slot, I'll give it to you. We'll just put. Uh, what is this slot technically? RB wide receiver tight end. Yeah, flex spot. Okay. Okay, so we'll give you the check there, Mike. All right. Okay. So then you got Mixon versus Jamal Charles. Joe Mixon starting. All right, okay, right? I'll give you Mixon, okay. and it's uh the fact that you're starting Jamal Charles is scaring the audience. <coughs> well, that's to be determined. I gotta look through this. So uh, <laughs> keep going, <laughs> keep going. We'll give you that one. So that's Mix for Mixon. Um, Kels. All right. Uh, so then we got Brandon Cooks versus Demarius Thomas. I, I might have to give you the edge on Brandon Cooks. I got to be honest. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. We got Odell Beckham versus Kobe Fleener. Well, you could just you say. You know, honestly, it, you could that's just say up for debate. Odell Beckham Jr. and Brandon Cooks versus Thomas and Fleener. Yeah, I'm going to check Odell and Cooks versus Thomas and Fleener, Dad. I, I think everyone's in agreement there. If you can find anyone to support your argument that those two players, they would rather start this Would it make you feel better if I threw in Kenny Britt <laughs> instead of Kobe Fleener? I, mean, I think sure Dave's starting to see the, inept- sure? the, the ineptitude of his team right now. <laughs> and the further he goes down, it actually... See, when Dave's oblivious, he doesn't even realize how bad his team is. But now he's comparing player to player, and he's like, oh, oh... I- I wasn't paying attention to him before, but now I think I understand what he's saying. I have like uh, one, two. Okay, I got two good. I got one great player, and then like Demary Sam's kind of good. And then like, ah, uh, yeah, everybody else. Oh, my God, about you guys. About you guys. I hope you guys do real well this week. I know it's in you. I'm rooting for you. Dude, I don't know, man. Kobe Fleener is going up against a Miami defense, right? Yeah. Now, what, how good is what, Miami's, what, what, what how good option, is Miami's defense? What option do you think he's there? Because you know what's good about your Kobe Fleener? He might have even better opportunities. He might be open more. He might get less targets because uh, they got a player coming back this week, don't they? I don't know. Who are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. This is a fantasy football show. I guess I'm finding out, too. Uh, see, we forget here. Oh, okay. We forget. Yeah. I'm not pausing this just so you look stupid. <laughs> no, they got the wide receiver come back off of suspension. What was he doing? Drugs? I think he was doing drugs. Now, why do you only have a three game suspension? Uh, Willie Sneed. There we go. Here we go. Willie Sneed. You don't need he Sneed. He is questionable, though, with the hamstring. Yeah, dude, you don't need Sneed, man. He's clearly doing something wrong. He's got a hammy. Okay. He had 72 receptions last year. I think he's going to want to throw him the ball like, again, especially because he lost his number one option from last year, Cooks. What about Kenny Britt? So Michael Thomas, Cooks. So find me a replacement. Running back out of the backfield. And then the fourth option, if we want to give it to him, maybe. Uh, no, I'd still go Coleman. I'd say Fleener, Kobe Fleener is probably the at best, fourth option, but I'm thinking, saying uh, I think Kobe fifth or sixth. I think Kobe Fleener's a number two option, bud. 
So you're going to Kobe I think, Fleener. I think, I think Kobe Fleener is the number two option. Over Michael Thomas. Uh, no, I'm just saying in general. I think Kobe, I think for on the, yeah. Michael Thomas, Willie Sneed. Yes, I think he's over Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed, it's like. Running backs out of the backfield. I'm like, committee. Okay, no, just go on. Continue. Okay, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. So, latest news on CBS Sports right now is I click Kobe Fleener's profile. Saints, Kobe Fleener, nearly invisible in week three. Fleener caught one pass and one target for 21 yards in Sunday's win against the Panthers. I'd feel real confident starting him this week, though, Dave. Hey, man, he caught. If I were to give give you advice on your team, I would definitely say, hey, don't forget to start Kobe Fleener this week. I wouldn't want you to lose a close matchup look at against man, when me. When I look at this, when I, yo, when I looked at my team, I told you this too. I thought about fucking touchdowns, man. Touchdowns. I just thought touchdowns, baby. And uh, and Kobe for Fleener. some reason Kobe Fleener's name <laughs> popped up in Dave's. <laughs> yo, dude, he has two touchdowns. Game one, game two. We're only three games in, dude. And last year he had a whopping three touchdowns. So so he's almost he's to been his... targeted eleven times with nine receptions. That's a good number. Nine <laughs> targets, uh, eleven, 11 targets, targets. So he's getting he's getting what four targets a game almost, <laughs> almost. Okay, I'd definitely be excited about starting him. All right, let me week click, in and let week me out. Let me my other sleeper, Marquise Goodwin, and see how he's doing. All right, so Marquise Goodwin's game lock: five point one points, five point six points, eight point two against um, the LAR, the Rams. Okay. So look at Marquise Goodwin go to his profile. Check it out here. Let's see his game log, his stats. Let's see his targets. Marquise Goodwin has a 17 targets. Eight receptions. So that's probably a guy I could replace. Jordan Matthews. How many targets do you think Jordan Matthews have? I'll take a guess. I would say like seven. I'd say ten. You'd say ten? I'd say seven. Let's see here. So Jordan Matthews is also on my bench, but... I've started two guys from one team and then had like an inept offense, and it really kind of boggles my mind. He's got 11. Really? You got it right here. No third, shit. Third in the packing order there with 11 targets. You can go by you can go by team on it. How do you do that? What app are you on? This is fantasysp.com. Just pulled it up, Dave. It's no shit. They thing called the internet, Google. You use the two. You can find amazing things. Yeah, who says they trust the list? I know you got your information streamlined, so I don't want to just go shoot. All right, so the for the record, if it's not 11, then this site that I'm no, using is No, it is, is 11. Incorrect. It's pretty good. No, you're right on. I'm checking CBS <laughs> Sports. So then, Kenny Brett, I can't wait for you to give me the matchup to whoop your ass. This is going to be freaking great. Stats. 15 Stats. targets, five receptions. Oh god! Yeah, oh god! Oh god! So, yeah, but he blew up last week at fourteen point four. Again, Dave, your team. Don't be like Dave. At (laughs) in the end of the story, guys, don't be like Dave. If you want to make the playoffs consistently, I guess don't be like me. If you want a shot at it, don't be like. If you want to change coaching stats and philosophies, you want to be like the Bills. Follow fucking Mike, a fellow Bills fan. Hey. You can't see it, but his 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 whole demeanor has changed once he realized how bad his team is. So Yo, try I'm going to keep Kobe up. Fleener in there for the fuck of it. Just so I- <laughs> That's a great idea, yeah. Dave. Thank you. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Somebody's going to go off today or tomorrow. And it's like, okay, Rex Burkhead, 
He's injured. Matt Forte's out. My ro- my freaking dude, you're making me so self-conscious about my roster right now. God. Hey, Dave. You might be winning already. I like- oh, I got the Broncos defense. Shit. Kirk's- oh, you got the Bills defense. Shit. Chris Carson and Braden Cook. So look, I guess home. on paper the line the, the deal. You do there. win. You do win on paper. You really I, I fuck. Alright, so you know what you do here? Pull the trigger, Dave. Here's what you Carson do, guys. And Cooks and you got yourself Here's what you do, ready? Two solid starters. Here's what you do. You go to edit lineup, alright? And uh you put in I hit the waiver wire, Dave. Jordan Matthews. No, I, I think Kenny Britt is gonna go off. There you go. Well, Dave, anyway you chalk it up, you can Why think. am I adjusting my lineup? Because you're peer pressure right now? <laughs> Dave, I'm not Why am I bothering adjusting my lineup? And I told you to draft the kicker, you draft Blair Walsh. I said an indoor fucking kicker. That's what kind of friend you are? And then you propose to me some bullshit trade? Like, Blair Walsh. If there's one kicker I probably didn't want was Blair Walsh. So maybe you should have... Pick the kicker instead of saying, hey, draft me a kicker. And I'm like, hey, no problem, Dave. Let me I'll do you a favor. Indoor. I go, yeah, give me an indoor one. Yeah, no problem. So what? There's no more indoor kickers left? Like, I'm going to pick up a kicker on the fucking waiver wire right now. To be honest, I had a few drinks that night, so I didn't catch the indoor part. Said kicker. Hey, to be you honest, though, Mike saved If he wants an indoor kicker, hey. he can drop Walsh right now and picking up an indoor kicker. Let's see if we can find Dave an indoor kicker because apparently that's my job to help him out some more. I mean, I'm doing fine. I, I mean, I just want to hold tight on my lineup, whoop your ass, because all because your shit looks good on paper. You know what I mean? Who says Jamal Charles ain't going to go? Why the fuck am I starting Jamal Charles? Yo, he's going to go off. That's why. Yeah, I would he's definitely start there, him. Yeah. I hate you. Career stat, he is number one all-time in NFL history at yards per attempt, at over six yards per attempt. So, obviously, it's the smartest play ever. He literally gets the most yards per carry ever. Ever, Dave. Dude, you're right. I mean, six I attempts. play him every week, or at least every time he play me. Hmm. I mean, he's he's got it projected to be seven points. I mean, Jordan Reed is actually bumped up to questionable. Maybe you should plug him in the the lineup too, Dave. Hey man, targets, targets, targets. That's all I'm thinking about. I mean, he might be their number one option. Dude, that's when healthy. You gotta really look at these things in a sixteen team league. I mean, honestly, league, I would for your team, I would suggest you starting him if he's healthy because you drafted him high enough. You should start him because he has that ability when healthy. Unfortunately, he's never healthy and never on the field, and that's much. Dude, like this the guy rest has been team. injured since like year two, hasn't he? I don't know. He's a career injured player. Player yeah. like that, I would never draft. I wouldn't care if Jordan Reed was available. In the seventh, eighth round, and for most of your leagues, he went earlier than that. He probably went around four or five. So, you know, I personally, he's not even on the draft board. I he's mean, too much of a liability. In two games, he had 14 targets. Two games. The only two games he played, 14 targets. Averaging seven yards. 11 receptions. I mean. Probably the number one option over there. Um, but then again, you're talking at 8.6 points, 10.8 points, and it's like. Man, uh, to me, fantasy teams are all about consistency. That's why I like Derek Carr. It's all about safe picks, but I can't give up. I Like, when you honestly hit me up, like, hey, man, I got a trade. I think it would help us out. I I must have been, like, running through, like, rose petals and shit. 
because I thought we were going to help each other out. And they're trying to rape me on my one my one player. Hey, Dave. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to give you value. I can't do any better than that. Although, yeah, I would love to be like, here, why don't I just throw an Odell Beckham Jr. And then who else do you want? Who else looks good to you for that player? Pick any two you like. Unfortunately, your player's not worth that much. No player is, okay? Why do you think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be uh, doing something this week? Can you make the case for that? Like, I don't have to make the case for any of the best wide receivers in the league. I don't have to say, tell you why Odell Beckham Jr. or Julio Jones so or yeah, Antonio Brown points. So he went or off. Jordy Nelson. I, I don't have to sit here and make the case. The reason is they do it all the time. They're the best wide receivers in the league, and it doesn't matter who's guarding them. They still get their targets. They still get the receptions. They still get the yards. That's why. I don't have to defend these guys. Huh. I can't disagree. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's probably the most sound logic you've heard all day. 18 targets in two games. That's pretty. And, and he had 13 targets last game. And, yeah, he caught nine of them. That, I'm, that's the one thing with Eli Manning is he's going to target that man. And it's like. And not only targeting him, but it's going to open up the passing game for everybody else. They're going to be able to move the ball a little bit better on the ground. Even though they can't block, but when you're slinging the ball around, you got to take people out of the box to cover those players. You got Sterling Shepard in the sh- uh, slot, had eight TDs last year, 130 targets. With Marshall on the outside, his numbers could improve. I could easily see Sterling Shepard going over 1,000 yards this year. He's a wonderful player also on the bench too, Dave. So if you got anybody you want to trade him with, package him in for hunting for you, buddy. I think he's trying to pull Hunt off my team because he's scared. That's the only thing I can come up with because he's definitely in the hunt it, for It's Hunt. called roster construction. So what I'm trying to do with Dave, if you're in a position where you have a lot of depth, you're in a position where every week now you're trying to look at, you're trying to look at matchups and you're trying to think in your mind, well, who's going to do better this week? Although that can work, and if you got the players, it's nice when the bye weeks come by because you already have that player, but you're always in that position. You're always like, should I play Adam Thielen or Chris Carson? Should I play uh, Adam Thielen, Sterling Shepard? You're making these decisions. If you can get rid of those players that are good, quality players that are going to get targets, they may not have the high-end 30-point games. If you can get two players off your team that are good for a superstar – then that's what you do because you don't want to sit there and say, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You don't want to not know what to do every week for the entire year. If you have four superstars or four players that are clearly better than everybody else, that's what you want because you're going to play those guys no matter what. You're not going to ever pull Odell Beckham because of matchups. You're going to be like, oh, they're playing number one defense this week. Got to sit Odell. No, you wouldn't do that. You don't do it for your top running backs. You don't do it for your top receivers. So when you have that depth, don't be afraid to trade it away. Do whatever you got to do. Target someone that's in need. And like I said, I targeted Dave for a reason. He is clearly in need. He's very painfully showed you who he has on his team. He needs players. So to offer him two players for one, although, yes, he's losing the best player in the deal, he's gaining more stability in his overall roster. So, so I should give up. 401 rushing yards in three games, nine receptions for 137 yards in three games, and six total touchdowns. 
Yes, because at the end of the year, you're right. Kareem Hunt is going to rush for almost 2,000 yards. He's going to have, what, six times? He's going to have over 30 touchdowns this year. He's going to break literally all the rushing records because that's what Dave needs Kareem Hunt to do. Like, to keep the value for Dave and where Dave doesn't see I kind of got fucked with, with Johnson going down. Yeah, if I unfortunately had Johnson, dude, I would be, like, if, literally it, cleaning <laughs> up. Like, literally cleaning up. It would be it would if, be game over, and it's like if, Kareem if, Hunt is forty eight point six points. I mean, if, I can't give away my proud if, pick. Like that was if, my proud pick when I walked if, out of that draft. I even posted that on Instagram. I was like, "Yo, I'm really stoked on my draft." And see, don't be again. Don't it's, next game twenty five point nine points. Don't be next like game twenty eight point three points. I mean, dude, are you serious? Like, how how do I give this away? This guy scores more than the two players you're going to give me in one slot. That is not efficient. Your trade is bullshit. Brandon. If you could give me Brandon Cooks Who scored and a running 35 back, points okay, last give me, week. give me Brandon Cooks and a running back that could put up 15 points a game, I'll do it. You can't. Name me one guy on your fucking shit bench that you're going to trade me that puts up 15 points a game. And I got guys I'm mentioning that are putting up 15 or more points a game two out of three games. So they're putting up how many points, Dave? So when you took it... Dude, I didn't know Jordan Reed was going to be out of the game. Okay, so, I did not know he was going to so be out. So when you have Clay... CBS sends me an alert when somebody drops a goddamn kicker, but I don't get no damn alert when it, it should my home phone should just literally just blow up. To answer Dave's question, it I, be like, I think in a PPR league, you can expect 15 points out of game or per game for Chris Carson's going forward because now he's the number one guy in the backfield in Seattle. Should expect because he's proven it where... He's a rookie. He's no no more or less Should rookie expect. than your Kareem yeah, Hunt. Yeah, well, Kareem Hunt has done it. Kareem Hunt is four hundred fucking rushing yards. Okay, like what you 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 failed, Mike. See, no trade. What again? You get you had forty five minutes to he, make a he trade. He needs to offer, take his sample size. He needs to reevaluate it. We talk about consistency in football. You know what's consistent? Me in the fucking playoffs. Okay, and and right now, Dave, although he doesn't see it, it is a good I gotta trade play for him. It's a sell high trade. Because hypothetically, if Chris Carson or Joe Mixon goes for twenty or more points, and Braden Cooks has another great game, you're gonna have some great value. He when you cannot. Hold on to him. You're right. He cannot. And you can sell him higher. Trade the, for those two players anymore if Hunt doesn't <laughs> also get thirty points. So you know, sometimes you have to sell high, and like I. I have like a feeling I'm see- going to be getting like Travis Kyle's and and somebody else and somebody else for Hunt. I, I just feel like Odell's coming my way with Travis Kyle's and 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 maybe a running back that can put up 15 points for for I'll give you uh, Hunt and maybe somebody worthwhile. But until that happens, hey. I can't. You know what I mean? I can't do business because. I- I gotta let my Dave send you know that I mean? send that lot, list you know send that list stops? to Santa. Okay, he might okay. Uh, he might bring that Look, for man, you. They, they talk Christmas about early. You never want to be a flash in the pan. All right, we got to get the systems down, which is for me the system of at least get the proper lineup in there. No, and right? I, and and I don't think Kareem hunts a flash in the pan. By no means do I even. I think his production is going to come down, but he's averaging over thirty points a game, and that's just not going to happen. The fact that he can catch the rock. It's just which is great, amazing. But it's great, and but his production is going to come down. He by the end of the year, if he averages twenty five points for the season, that would be great. 
Oh, that's extremely great. Great, but it's not the the tear that he's on, which he's not going to continue. I mean, you just hope about Russell Westbrook, Shady McCoy, Andy Reid running backs. You know what I mean? You just hope. No, they put up numbers. They do. Um, and the rest I, of your team does not. I said it before, Sean and I. We took. He argued with me because he's a Giants fan. We took. Uh, Captain, it's time to go. We took freaking Ray Rice over McCoy. I'm going the down with McCoy. the ship. Won the rushing title, and title I'm like, and still again, mad. reminiscing in the past, still mad about my fantasy losses, dude. Just, and here I am. I think I got a dear friend in my heart trying to win me over some bullshit. So let's go through these matchups real quick. So Mike's got. We some, already did that. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about. It. So you got for New Orleans at Miami. Oh, the, the actual matchups. NFL yeah, games. come on, man. Okay, yeah, so points. you got some. What do you got? New Orleans at Miami. What it's going to be a bounce-back game. It's a great game. Start your players from Miami. There's going to be points. Miami, they couldn't stop the Jets, so I don't think they're going to be able to stop Drew Brees. So if you got any player from uh, the Saints, play him, and they don't have a defense over there in New Orleans, you got them Dolphins, play him. Play them all. Lots of points. Tennessee at Houston. See, it's an interesting matchup. Um, I don't think Tennessee's defense is good. And Deshaun Watson, I mean, it was an impressive game last week. A rookie, by far the best performance against any team that's ever played the Patriots under Bilichak. I mean, he's a rookie. That's the best rookie performance ever. So the fact that he can run around somewhat accurate with the football, he can make things happen with his legs, I see that game having a lot of points too. Play everybody. I don't know. Tennessee's a big, big, big. I think they're coming up. I think they're for real. Yeah, and and you can see if you watch their games, they're they're in high scoring games, and yep. I don't think that's going to change this week. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Both teams are kind of, uh, you know. Honestly, this is one of those. Not good. It doesn't look like a good game. Pitt on the road, for whatever reason. Things don't work for them. And they're on the road against Baltimore. Le'Veon Bell is just. Yeah. I mean, man. Le'Veon Bell, you got. You, you can't sit Le'Veon Bell. You can't sit um, you know who did Antonio that to me? Brown. You know but... who did that to me for years? Chris Johnson. He came off his 2,000 yard season. I picked him up. I was all stoked. My first year of fantasy football. And for the next two years, I picked up Chris Johnson. And it's just like. Man, how I'm living in the past, Dave. I know, buddy. I know. One year watching him fall to. Is there anybody Earth you with... recommend to play between Pittsburgh and Baltimore? I mean, with Flacco. Well, you like I said, if depending on who you have, you have to play your best players. But no one's benching Antonio Brown, and no one's benching Le'Veon Bell, and even Martavius Bryant. I mean, he's got that potential, the big play potential, where you know you may want to play him as well. Depending on who you have. I'm not saying play him, but if he's the best matchup you have, put him in the roster. Carolina at New England. We saw Carolina's defense. I think they're for real. If they incorporate, if they can get to Brady, which I think they can, watch out for the big plays. I could see Brandon Cooks cutting across. Um, I guess Carolina's playing more man defense. Carolina's going to get torched. And I don't think they can put up points. I agree. Beyond McCaffrey out of the backfield, because I don't think New England's defense is as together as they normally are, um, could change this week. But Cam, if he can become accurate, he's been very inaccurate so far. But McCaffrey for them, 
and then play the Patriots. They're going to put up some points. They're, they're going to have 500 yards offense probably this week, 400. So play them all. Cincinnati at Cleveland. Uh, this is an interesting game. I mean, you got the 0-3 Bengals versus the Browns. Typically, you'd see a low-scoring matchup between these two um, division rival, but um, I think this week could be different. Uh, I'm I'm projecting a, a mid twenties. I'm not c- crazy with points here, but someone's going to win this game. It's going to be relatively close. I think the first person hit 24 wins, but you know Joe Mixon. This is his breakout game, so you can watch that boy run wild. I, I'm guessing he's going to get 25 to 30 touches this game. I don't know how they're going to break it up, but he had 21 last week. He had 18 the week before, 11 the week before that. His touches are going up, up, up. Uh, Hill, he's terrible. If you've ever had him on your roster, you know. He might even be on the waiver wire right now. No one wants Hill. Um, But, yeah, play him. L.A. Rams playing Dallas. That should be an interesting game because you don't – I don't know what to expect from Dallas. I don't think Dallas' defense is good. Um, Goff, it's his second year in the league, and uh, I like – I mean, he's not the best in the league yet, but he's showing some promise. He's throwing the ball around. He's getting multiple re- targets involved. He's not keying in on anybody, um, which isn't good for your fantasy because at this point, Cooper Cup's had a great game. Sammy Watkins has had a great game. Um, even Woods just had a decent game last week, going over 100 yards. But he's spreading the ball around. He's he's taking what defenses can give him. His completion percentage is very high. Um, and obviously... Todd Gurley this year is he finally he came back he's back he's doing his thing I'd play him again for sure and that's a shocker because I had uh, this comedian Kevin Elliott on and he's a Rams fan and he was saying how trash Gurley was how much the offensive line sucked and and it sounds like they turned it around well it's moving the ball around you know with the receivers like last year they couldn't throw it's easy to throw eight people in the box they've had to take people out of the box and Gurley's also getting it done in the pass game so so Jacksonville at the Jets I'll say I don't think the Jets are as bad as people think they are I don't think football teams are really always that bad Um, and I like to make it seem like the Jets are better that way I feel better as a Bills fan yeah that's what I, I figured did that's why I called you Homer so Jacksonville at the Jets, you know I hate Doug Moron Marone, but what if Doug Moron Marone, I mean, what if Doug Marone, I really shouldn't disrespect him like that because he's going to punch me in the face and he's pretty big. Let and him like, one time. Let him one dude, time. how big is he? He's like 6'4", isn't he? He was sitting down. So. And he was taller than you? No, he was not. He he doesn't have good posture, so. Oh, uh, swing the fuck out. I mean, no, I wouldn't. No, it's like. Just saying, if the apocalypse happened, you know. You yeah, the Jaguars have a solid defense. The Jets, although they made the Dolphins look bad last week, they struggled against the Bills. Bills, even though they didn't put up a lot of points, they moved the ball a lot. And I see, you know, Fournette handling his business. Um, I mean, I see the Jets scoring, but they're not going to score a lot. It's going to be lopsided there in New York. I don't know. I think... Um Yeah, I, Jacksonville's a team where you, you see so much talent every Defensive year. backs are amazing. Yeah, They're every year. One of the best year. tandems in the league right now. I didn't know Mercedes Lewis still existed. 
And that's why I wouldn't play the receivers. Very inconsistent. But So overall, what are you saying? You would play a tight end then? I would not play. Even though he had a monster game last week, he did nothing the weeks prior. Honestly, I don't think the guy's even got 12 targets on the year. It, he's The production he had last week based on his targets for the year, I mean, it's insane. And for whatever reason, um, Blake Bortles, when he plays over in Europe, he's like, you know, Tom Brady, but you know, he just can't do it in America. I don't know. I I think, I think hmm, I have to eat crow with Doug Marone. So that's three games in. I like what he's doing with that team. They're playing good. They're playing really good ball. Um, Run the ball and you you play good defense. It makes me wonder, because I like to just, just mention, it makes me wonder, maybe it was the front office. Maybe Doug Marone really was compromised. During the previous owner, and he didn't want to deal with it with the new one. So, um, you know, hey, wish him the best, honestly. So I'm a Syracuse fan. It's just I kind of thought that. I was actually excited to see what he would have done with one more year because, I mean, he did go 9-6 and that year. The defense was playing great. It, the problem that year was the offense. I mean, you take you take the offense they got the following year with that defense. That would have been a great team, but I that's mean, what it's like as a Bills fan it, every year, Mike. One, one or the other can't so, get both here. So check it out, real Not quick. Nineteen ninety. Um, because then I want to. So so, Buffalo at Atlanta. Speaking of the Bills, so who would you sit play there? Again, you have to play Julio Jones. Um, you got to play LaShawn McCoy. Uh, if he's healthy, Atlanta is very susceptible to running backs, catching passes out of the backfield already. They're one of the worst in the league at that, defending against it. And um, if they're scoring points and the Bills do get behind, which could happen, although the way the defense is playing, um, it may be a little closer than people are, are expecting. Um, but LaShawn McCoy, if he's healthy, he should be fine. Julio Jones is still going to get his targets, and one play can make a difference of an entire game. Uh, the one concern I have, but, I mean, again, it, it'd be hard not to start Devontae Freeman. The Bills' run defense has been stout. It was stout in the preseason, which no one cares about, but now it's been stout for three games. So I don't know which room there's going to be, but again, he can catch passes out of the backfield. And you draft him in the first round, you don't bench your first round pick. So, um, agreed. agreed. I know about his production though this week. The Bills, uh, the Bills could be uh, slowing him down quite a bit. I like guys who score touchdowns. I think Charles Clay gets a touchdown this week again. Um, you got. If anything, if you have a smaller defense, these guys might be able to cover a lot better. But then you would think the cover of Charles Clay, who I think is a sleeper. But at the same time, the league doesn't sleep on Charles Clay. So maybe don't take my advice. I just look at it like, okay, well, when the chips are down, who are you going to look for? You got the most chemistry with Charles Clay. They have clearly designed plays for Charles Clay this year. And um, I want to roll into Denver at Minnesota. I think if you got Matt Stafford, he throws bombs. Whoever he's throwing to, I don't know. Just oh, in Buffalo, stop giving uh, Fat Tolbert all the goal line carries because you're really destroying uh, some of McCoy's value, and he's not he's not very good down there. Tidbit for you guys. Thank you, Mike. It's pretty good. No pretty problem. Good. Don't disagree. Detroit at Minnesota. What do you see there? Uh Minnesota's got some good defensive backs too. Um, 
I I see Minnesota at home being the better play. Um, I'm not sure what the quarterback situation is there. But I think Sam Bradford's out this week again. If Sam Bradford's out, um, Case Keenum, he actually stepped it up this week. I mean, um, Thielen gets his targets. Diggs gets his targets. Obviously, you got the running back there, and, and I don't think the defense for the Lions is that great. They've been giving up a lot of points, so I can see starting those three guys from them. And, I mean, Golden Tate, um, running backs over there, I'm not cool with Abdullah yet. He He's not very consistent. I was going to say, they're very inconsistent running backs yeah. in Detroit. I have um, never liked the Detroit running back in a long time. I mean – if you need a tight end, Eric Ebron, he's still a top 10. He drops the ball. Hey, the thing is, if you need to start a tight end, though, in most leagues you do, he still should be starting. It's not like there's inept at the position anyways. I mean, unless you got Kels, Gronk, or Ertz, everyone else is boom or bust, and uh, he's got more uh, more value than the most, so play him too. New York Giants at Tampa Bay. We kind of went over a lot of that talking to Odell Beckham. Obviously, he's going to get targets. Um, Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't. I don't. I would. I don't know what to think with this because I don't know what the Giants really are. Well, We're in the week Giants kind of have some defense. Um, I think Tampa Bay's problem is they don't. I mean, although Jaquise Rogers is all right, he's not an RB one. He should not be team's number one option in the run game which he currently is um i think uh things can open up for mr winston uh after doug martin comes back but until then they're going to be doubling up evans who is still a play anyways because he's a he's a beast can't guard him but um i think the giants this could be for all you giants fans out there this could be win number one for you guys i think you guys got uh, Tampa Bay on a good week, you know, they're still trying to put some things together over there. And I think you can pull out your first victory here and celebrate San Francisco at Arizona. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what to think besides Larry Fitzgerald. I Fitzgerald mean, he doesn't gets die his targets. He's a ageless wonder over there. Um, I mean, they got other options in the, like Jaron Brown. He's good. He's been up. I mean, can he keep his consistency up? Scored last week. Um, JJ. But um, I think matchup-wise, it's a solid play. And, I mean, if you have to play um, Palmer this week, there's no better week to do it. Um, Carlos Hyde, he's going to do his thing on the other side. I don't think he's slowing down this week. San Francisco is a team, like, I don't know – they're one of those teams where if you got room on the bench, I would suggest, and you're in a deep league, maybe picking somebody up where later on in the year they kind of come on because you got new systems there. And I think when you got a guy like Hoyer who's can run the offense, Hoyer's not a dummy. Um, you know, he's shown flashes. Obviously, every coach looks at it like, how can I get this out of this player again? And I think that. You know, Shanahan, the Jedi over there, is doing pretty good. So, I I, I think San Fran players, like, I, I look at Marquise Goodwin-Ware personally. Um, I think he's a guy that was healthy last season and people slept on him. And he did not get injured at all minus a concussion. And you can't hold it against a player. 
So you can hold teams against players, though. When you're on a team that doesn't throw the ball very well, being the third receiving option on that team, it's a hard sell. Is he still the third? Because going into the season, he was number two. That's why I drafted him. He was the number two option. And the thing is, is he did catch a lot of balls for the Bills when targeted, I'm honestly. I'm not suggesting anyone And he's fast. He's a deep threat. I mean, he's got big play ability. And if they take away Garcon, I, yeah, he's not big. But we've seen offenses run fine with smaller guys. Um, I mean, obviously. His birthday is my birthday, too. But I mean, hey, Flash Goodwin. Uh, so, Pierre Garcon, yeah. Oh, Garcon, okay. Eagles at the Chargers, the LA Chargers. Uh, what do you see there? You talk Zach Ertz on Philadelphia, tight end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're going to see some defensive play. Rivers and the boy, they're not uh, exactly firing on all cylinders yet. And I don't think they're going to get quite on track this week. But they've been pl- close every game. You're going to have a game teens to 20s. It's not going to be too high, but... There's going to be some points put up. It's going to be sporadic. Yeah, I don't know, man. Phillip Rivers is just like, I feel so bad for that guy. Like, what's up with the Chargers? Every year, it's like they get hit with the worst luck. Like, just, they always start off bad. And I think it's like, you talk about with the Bills, a Flutie curse. I think I it's to, the I freaking drop Schottenheimer the curse. They didn't drop the kicker, but I did. Yokobu. Young Hu, Ku, however you say his name, he had to go. He he missed two field goals for me, you know. It could have been the difference. I caught him. Yeah, we had a mutual had we had a mutual friend, Andy Lowry, and I used to date his daughter. And um he would rip on me and he's he's Mike's pretty much buddy too, like more than that. So you guys would you it's guys like were partners. Baby. Yeah, he is a good friend of mine. Yeah, real good friend of his. <laughs> Reach around and good friend. Just reaching around and good friend. No, I'm not cutting this. So, um, anyways. I'm not cutting this. Good job, Dave. But uh, he would rip on, Andy used to rip on me because, dude, I used to break it down so serious. I'm like, you know, I think the winds might be heavy. Can't wait when it drops this kicker. And, well, they're kicking out. And he would go, Dave, it's a kicker, man. Young and Ho it's Ku- like, I think Dave, kickers should have been overlooked. Young Hoku is available. I dropped him and no one's picked him up. So it could be the, the turnaround of the year. So, Yeah, but yeah. dude, I really think a kicker for a team like the Bills, if you have a team like the Bills of years past where they couldn't put up points exactly. like years you ago, go for a, and, you, and, and you know that like they can't just get the job done, but they're going to take, you got a conservative coach, you got a lame duck coach. Yeah, you take that. You take that or, guy. Or better thinking is you pick a team that you know is going to score points. <laughs> Why? And um, you know that they're going to have opportunities to kick field goals because those guys are also good to have. It's, it's FYI, Dave's logic is rather interesting when it comes to player selection. Part homerism is, you know, pretty strong. Homerism, he likes memories. He likes to use the glory days. So between homerism and glory day strategy, you know, that's that's David's mantra. And when you use that mantra, every now and then your team's going to catch up because, you know, glory days don't last forever for everybody. All I'm saying is, you got a team where they're scared of their own shadow. They finally cross like into field goal position. They're gonna go for that forty yard field goal. They're gonna do it. 
because they don't want to look stupid with the goose egg. The coaches have too much ego because you know as well as I Tell do. Tell that to the Falcons coach. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oakland at Denver, I think, will be a fantasy football thing of points. I thing think there's going to be a lot of points. Lots a lot of, of pool points. of points. Play all of them. If you keep shuffling your feet, I'm going to stab your feet It's now. hard to sit still, Dave. Well, we only got two left, man. So why don't you just scratch and ruin the experience for everybody in the background? <laughs> Mike, why don't you shuffle your feet around some more? I can do that, Dave. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, so Oakland at Denver. What's your thoughts on Amari Cooper? Dude's dropping balls. Allegedly, that's the thing. If you had him, I'd say I'd take him off your hands. But, you know, he's going to get it together. He's still going to get a lot of targets. I mean, you just have to wait and see. And, what about uh, Denver? You trust Simeon? Hey, man, it's early. I got to trust him. He's in the lineup. So, And you know what's nice about that, too, is every time Simeon gets a reception towards Samaritan Thomas, who is his number one target, it just kind of takes out your point. So there isn't, you that, a, isn't that a in, factor? In the, I don't think it's going to have much of a factor in the, our matchup, Dave. I feel pretty confident in all the other positions that uh, my players are better than yours. So. You know, next week you can you can tell everybody how you made the trade after the fact that would have helped you win this week. Demarius Thomas gets a lot of interceptions or gets a yeah, lot of touchdowns. Lots of interceptions. A lot Tons. of, a lot He's of touchdowns. Probably leading the league in interceptions. <laughs> get a so lot of touchdowns. Roll with that. And Simeon's gonna throw a lot of picks again. Lots of like picks. a bow tire. How did you not drop Trevor Simeon after last week? Like fantasy football advice. You couldn't find a better quarterback than Trevor Simeon. Dave, it's it's one game. I mean, I didn't see anyone running to drop Tom Brady after the first week. Like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. Tom Brady didn't put up 25 points this week. Yeah, no, because I said, Chuck, we're talking about a Hall of Famer versus, like. Hey, you know, you got to start somewhere. Kids from Northwestern, smart kid, he'll figure it out. Oh, Plus, love- they were playing that stout Buffalo Bills defense, so how are you going to hold that against them? At least if they were playing some Joe Schmo Cleveland Browns, like you're talking about that Joe Flacco guy, then I'd have cause for some concern, but. I mean, one of the best defenses in the league after three weeks, Buffalo Bills. Mike, I would love to continue with your bullshit, but uh, we got to wrap this up because we have Indianapolis at Seattle. So uh, what are you thinking? The Colts, Seahawks. It's a breakout game for Chris Carson. They're going to run. They're going to throw. They're going to look like the Seahawks you thought they were. The running so, back, Chris Carson. Yes, the running back, Chris Carson. You know, we have breakout game. Breakout, breakout game. game, Chris, Chris Carson. Carson. Here's his breakout game, and no better team to do it against. Do you notice that Mike only brings up the players he has? Hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> amp these guys up. You know they could have potential value to uh, some of your listeners. <laughs> All he does is just plant seeds on players like Sean playing the seed inception angler, and for two years I picked them up. Or was last year's Aguilar, yeah, he's still available. Aguilar, Why don't you go pick him back up? I thought buddy? he was good now. He was good, was bad. He's not available. Eh. He's good, he's bad. Eh. I don't think he's available anywhere. Washington and Kansas City. Um, what's your thoughts on Kirk Cousins? Kurt. He's Captain Kurt. What do you think about Kirk? He's about to roll tide and make those numbers roll. He'll be all right. Captain Kurt. I'm no. not saying he's going to take him to the playoffs or whatever, but he's going to get a big contract come the end of the year. Wait until those numbers turn around. So Kareem Hunt puts up 30 points. There you go. Trevor Simeon throws three picks. Demarius Thomas gets four touchdowns. The deal's dead. Like, I wouldn't even make the deal with you 
until you watch them all explode this week. And then here's I'll tell how you, much I care about the deal. Then I'll tell you you can get I don't Doug even, Martin. I don't want. <laughs> then even, you'll be able to get Doug dude, Martin next week. I don't week. even want to post our tax screenshots about the trade <laughs> on Instagram to accompany this post because I will. You can see it said good trade. What do you want? That's what it says. Say good trade. You know, said good for you, Dave. Congratulations. Look at people. People are who they are. You can't change people. And, you know, sometimes time passes by and people grow into not selfish fucks. Clearly, I'm modest. He's a modest, (laughs) selfish fuck. This is the kind of guy where you ask him, hey, uh, your friend wants to borrow $500. Would you trust him? Because I, I like him. He's a good dude. Yeah, dude. He got paid back. Uh, 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 hold on, hold on. He goes, <laughs> he goes, yep, yep. Yeah, I would. Okay, well, two months after the deadline, Mike, where's your fucking friend here? Where's my 500? Dave, you lended $500 to a compulsive gambler. That's why I called him in the first place was to find out. Hey, Dave, let me ask you. Did you get paid? Yeah, that's a yes, folks. He did. It's He hasn't said it yet, but he Never did. Never heard of the there. word borrow. <laughs> okay. I, I, I might have made 40 bucks on the deal. Okay. Oh, so now but, you made money, too. Yeah, I think I made So I helped you made 40 bucks, huh? Well, congratulations. I, so he, not only. He paid back the last 10 at the at the fantasy draft. Like no better place four, or time than now. Four years ago, he owed me $10, though, and he finally paid it back. Hey. I probably bought you some chicken wings or something, so there you go. You know what they say, you're never broke if someone owes you money, Dave. So that whole time, you always had something in your pocket. Just couldn't access it, you know? Sometimes you got to just wait till you come of age. That is Mike Smith. Mike, you have anything else for the people? Do you want to check in weekly or are you just ditching? I may come back, Dave. I don't make any guarantees. Busy guy. But I can see myself coming back, especially after you get destroyed this week and Carson and Joe Mixon have their big NFL rookie debut in week four. And then everyone's going to be running to the wire, running to the wire. Is Chris Carson still available? Is Chris Carson still available? No. But his trade value just went up. He'll be there waiting for you, buddy, on the other side. I just don't know why you would want a Kareem Hunt who's clearly going to fall down in production. You know, like, why He's going to better my team because I would know because I wouldn't be stuck with the situation where I have Adam Thielen. I think you should be, be, be about positive this, about your death, bud. I'm, I have Adam Thielen, Chris Carson, and Joe Mixon. And I don't. I have to choose between those three. Now, if they were on your team, you wouldn't have to choose. You'd throw them right in your lineup. See, I have to make the choice. So when I have to I make this difficult. I would not put Mixon in over Kobe Fleener. And that's why you're about to be one in three, Dave. Well, you're going to bench somebody Fleener, who had 21 touches last get, week. Kobe Fleener's going to get seven receptions oh. and probably a touchdown. His other mantra, the the big dream. <laughs> you might as well go lay into Dude, a pillow. I, and, I dreamed before I knew Shaq Lawson was hurt that uh, pretty much the Bills will get five sacks on Matt Ryan, which I really still think could happen. Yeah, I hope they do. I'm playing them. That defense is going to be active this weekend, so that would be great. That would be great. I mean, uh, I five sacks, it. couple intersections. So even if they get torched, you know, I still get my fantasy points. You know Look, what I, mean? I will trade a Bills win for fantasy win any day of the week. Any day of the week. Mike wouldn't, but I would. Yeah, the Bills winning 
doesn't do anything for me. Although I want them to win, that doesn't help me at all. They're never going to be like, oh, Michael Smith, thank you for being such a wonderful fan. Never going to happen. So, yeah, I would rather my fantasy. Sign, call the, guy, me, call, sign the guy who call pulled Doug Marone's playbook out of the garbage at St. Fen- John Fisher. <laughs> hey, it could have it, it been memorabilia, okay? Okay, when I was cleaning there, they would throw out a whole bunch of stuff. I can't. Hey. Like, how did Belichick not get that shit just, like, faxed to him? Like, the Bills Look, playbook. because I'm not He's got to have that, a janitor. I'm and- not that corrupt where I would take the playbook to the team I like and ship it off to New England Patriots. I did think about it. So you may or may, not have, you may, thought, or may not have allegedly called me and go, Dude, I'm selling a playbook, and I begged you, like, dude, don't do that. What are you doing, dude? Don't fucking do that. I just asked you if you thought it had value. I mean, I thought it had some value. Oh, my I didn't God. Do this it, was, like, but... so many years ago. I couldn't believe I was like, holy shit. Way to start a monster scandal that never happened in Buffalo, Dave. Good job. <laughs> For the record, it never happened. So just to let everybody know, it's not why the Bills got destroyed that year. Okay? Well, what's funny is, yeah. <laughs> Fuck man Oh dude Alright well that's Mike Smith Again Grandstand Sports Network Check it out Numbillsfan.com And as always Punch Drunk Sports And if you want to hear the ads again Go back to the beginning Have a good one I'm your host David Palermo That's Mike Smith Say bye Mike Have a good one folks Goodbye Oops one last thing Don't forget Hit me up On Numbillsfan On Instagram Email me, David Numbills fan, Facebook Numbills fan. Again, send a screenshot over of a of a review of the podcast up on iTunes or wherever you find your podcast, especially an iTunes review, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a ticket to to fortunately or unfortunately sit next to me at the Bills game. Also, if you go on the Numbills fan Facebook page, I just shared a link to says fund the diaz family from puerto rico um if you've seen the numbills fan shirts there's a great logo on the front of the breast and casey diaz made that he's a tattooer out of roster new york at um kamikaze tattoo in roster new york so make sure you check him out uh check out the not check him out but i mean yeah check out his his artwork, all that, get tattooed, good tattoos. He's a good dude. He did the artwork for the shirt, helped the layout. Also, his brother, Corey Diaz, is a good friend. They're big Bills fans. Every year they go to a game with their family. And um, their dad set up a GoFundMe page to help get the family back, uh, I believe, to um, help get the family back. There's a whole description up here. Read more. Uh, help them out. So, so. Any additional funds past the goal will be donated right to the Red Cross. So if you can, please get on my Facebook, at NumBillsFan on Facebook. So NumBillsFan, Facebook.com, NumBillsFan. I'm the worst at this. But if you can, click the link. There's already 100 bucks in there now. And, uh, you know, a few people donated. So check it out. Good people, friends of the podcast, and good friends in uh, the punk hardcore community as well. And... You know, they have a message to spread, and they do a lot of good things. So, please, if you can, help them out. Also, don't forget, um, make sure you toss a review up, whatever you want. Send a screenshot over. You'll be entered into a raffle to win a seat next to me at one of the games coming up. And I might even give you an option to pick what game you want to go to. So, 
Follow everywhere. Tell your friends and family. And I actually have three season tickets. So maybe if somebody makes a good enough pitch, I'll give away two. So you could have a pair and I'll just sit in my oddball seat. So don't look at me, Mike. I'm not taking you. Because he wants to go for free. He'll drive and pay for parking, which I pay only $10 at 555520A. My boy over there, Randy. All right. Take care. Again, thank you for subscribing to this. And tell your friends everywhere if you like it. Uh, thank you for hanging with me. There's a, a myriad of guests you have. Sometimes we have a guest like Tim Avery who's going to come review the Bills game tomorrow right after the game, uh, Bills and Falcons. And, you know, if you see Tim Avery in the title line, you're going to get a cleaner podcast. If you see a comedian, you're going to get a guy pissing in the sink. That's just how it's going to go. Okay? So thank you for listening. I'm your host, David Palermo. Mike's shaking his head. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good night. Goodbye. Hope you like the fantasy football advice. And Mike will have a Twitter soon or else.